you know, it evolved over time. And so I oddly just wanted to just get a nutrition education so I could continue product development. But in the, in the process, I started kind of coaching randomly, just giving people advice and seeing that their lives were changing and these little simple pieces of advice that I would learn, I would share. And so I decided to go get my certification and um, being passionate about functional medicine, kind of the opposite of conventional medicine. I got my functional medicine coaching degree from FMCA, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And I have never looked back. I absolutely love what I do. I feel like my own personal journey through with health and wellness has evolved and grown. And I'm in one of the best places in my life. I'm going to be turning 40 this in June. And I feel like I'm the healthiest I've ever been, even though now looking back, I used to think I was healthy, but now I know better. Um, and I just love that I get to change other women's lives by empowering them the way that in the way that they should be empowered and, you know, showing them that they know they have the skill set to do what they need to do so they could feel good about themselves. So that's kind of been my journey about getting to becoming a health coach. So how has it changed your personal lifestyle throughout these last few years? Oh, my gosh, so much. So I was kind of in survival mode when I was running the snack food company. I feel like my, you know, what I thought was, like I said, what I thought was healthy, I just kept powering through the day. Um, my personal daily habits changed significantly over the, after I realized that what I was doing was not healthy, um, where I used to like love a crazy hit class or, you know, running long distances. And I still love to run, but just going crazy, kind of in this like punishment mode almost. Now I, I'm a little bit kinder to myself and I feel like my body's responding better. Um, I, you know, did use alcohol, not in large quantities, but, you know, just glass in the evening, on the weekends. And I felt like that was kind of a coping mechanism for me because I was so incredibly stressed. I never worked on my stress. I just kind of threw the Band-Aid on when I felt stressed. We all have these things that we could go to, but now I don't. I absolutely love meditating. And I know that could seem very overwhelming to some, but it doesn't have to be. Um, I love preparing healthy meals. I like spending time doing the things that I enjoy, which is like could be just sitting down with a cookbook. Um, I love researching things that I'm passionate about. So my personal day-to-day -day life has changed so much. I mean, I did have two little kids in the process of running the company. So that was definitely a big stressor. I wasn't sleeping as well. Now I prioritize sleep more than anything. My husband makes fun of me because we'll be watching a show and like the villain's about to get killed or something, but I'm like, oh, 9.45, turn the, turn the TV off. And it's like a non-negotiable or going to sleep. But, you know, all my healthy habits took years to develop because I was learning. And I didn't realize that the things that I was doing in the past just weren't good for me. I feel now that I'm a better wife, a better mother. I'm so much kinder to myself. I'm just thriving in a way where I learn to nourish my body, nurture it, as opposed to, you know, constantly going into the punishment and trying to be this professional in the way that I wasn't meant to be. And now I am. So it's definitely been a significant change for me. You know, we were talking before we started recording our show. I would love for you to talk about the pantry swap. And what that's all about, because I find that so interesting because people don't even realize, I think very often, 
what is lurking in the foods they buy. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for bringing it up because that is absolutely so important and something that I work with my clients on from the beginning because, you know, when I wasn't feeling my healthiest or what I, you know, when I was going through my, the, you know, through the phase of just running, 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 I was trying to do things that were easier, you know, survival mode, not really paying attention to the things that were causing my body to just not feel good. You know, when you're feeling bloated or if you're feeling fatigue for no reason or brain fog and as I started to learn more and I realize now more and more and it's, you know, it's part of the things that I like to research is that our food plays a huge, tremendous role. We all kind of grew up in this time where, <clears throat> excuse me, where we had to pay attention, where we, we were taught to like look at calories and eat fat-free foods, right? And kind of not understanding that food is our fuel, that we need to put the right fuel in our body. So we weren't looking at ingredients. We were looking at the calories and we were making sure that it was fat free. And, you know, I still find that for a lot of my clients, it's very hard to get out of that mindset. But when you start to really understand that your body needs the proper foods fueled for it to work right, you want to burn fat, you have to eat fat. It sounds counterintuitive, but it is. That's, that's how it is. And you want your brain to function better. You need to eat fat. So, the things that you don't want to eat are those really nasty, ugly ingredients in food that are going to actually make you bloated, that are going to actually give you that brain fog, make you feel fatigue. And sadly, some of those ingredients are hiding in the foods that we sometimes think are healthy. So over the last couple of years, I've really kind of honed in on that and created what we just, we were talking about this pantry swap where I've looked at many ingredients in different foods and understood what they're doing to our bodies and how they're, you know, how they could be causing us all this discomfort. And the few things that you really want to pay attention to is seed oils. So like sunflower oil, palm oil, cottonseed oil. I was at my mother-in-law's house over the weekend and she, there was so much dessert. It was like this whole big dessert table. There's this bowl of nuts and I was like, oh, and I, you know, I had some cake, no big deal, but I love nuts. And I was having these nuts and I'm like, oh, I love nuts. And then I look over and I saw the container where those nuts came from. And I picked it up because this is what I do now. I have no shame. I just pick things up and look at the ingredients list. And I see that almonds, cashews, walnuts, right? All these really healthy brain foods. And then the next ingredient is cotton seed oil, palm oil, soybean oil. So now what was a healthy food is now terribly unhealthy. These are the, the things that cause us to feel bloated, cause us to be inflamed. And, you know, especially if you're trying to like, let's say lose weight, right? You really want to feel good and you're eating these things, those oils are going to be standing in your way. So it's important to recognize that, yes, we're aware that cookies and crackers and processed foods are not good for us. There are good brands out there of products we like, like chips, you know, like there's a brand CSA that I love. They're super clean, but it's also really important to look at things that we think are healthy, like your nut butters, right? Like look at your nut butters. It should be just the nut itself and absolutely none of those oils. And the reason that companies put oils is because it keeps the nut butter smooth. So let me tell you a trick. If your nut butter is not smooth, just flip it over and the oil will go to the top. So you, you really want to pay attention to that. So, you know, your, your salad dressings, a lot of the salad dressings have added sugar. They have artificial sweeteners sometimes, tons of these seed oils you don't want in your food. 
So again, that's something to pay attention to. But I've done the legwork and we could share the resource with all your pantry swaps you could think of. You know, I have a healthy version of chips, of crackers, of cookies, of kids snacks, but also tips on how to make sure that your pantry is not, is that your pantry is working for you and not against you. So I hope that wasn't too long of an explanation. <laughs> it absolutely wasn't. And you know, it's funny because to me, if I can't pronounce it, or if it's not something that I can buy to put in my cabinet when I'm cooking, then I shouldn't eat it. If I can't absolutely. go to a regular place and buy it, if I have to go to some specialty thing, you know, I've always been that way though, you know, because to me, I remember my son, we were at a, the supermarket and he was doing a compare and contrast at school and he goes, mom, what can I do with it on? I said, well, why don't you look at the sour cream? And the store brand was on sale for 79 cents and the name brand was about $1.89. He goes, well, mom, that's easy. That's 79 cents. Why wouldn't I buy it? To flip it over and read it. And the store brand had all these other ingredients and the name brand had cream, whey, and cultures. And he just looked, he goes, I'm worth a dollar twenty five. And I said, and there you go. And so he wrote his paper on that, that it's not always price. You want to look. And his teacher was so impressed that that's what he picked. And I said, you know, he was talking about it. We were in the supermarket. And I said, you know, there you go. I said, but now you understand why you, when you look at the things that mommy buys, I always look at the back first. Because if I don't think this is something that should be in your body, it was like cereal. I always looked for cereal without BHT. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's like, I don't even know what it is. But you look at the rise of autism and all of these other things and all of the additives and preservatives and things yeah. that are in our foods. Hello? You know, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's not an eagle. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. think about it, you know, and, and you know, and I mean, this is what you're doing. And I love that because, especially for moms, yes, there yes. are those times, you know, let's face it, for your kids and things like that, you're just grabbing something that's easy. And there are good, easy things out there. There really are good, easy things. You just have to do that last bit of legwork. That's right. Find. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, and you're right. I love that story about your son. That is so cute because I do that with my kids, you know. I always, I try to teach them to look at the labels and granted my kids are five and seven. So one of them can't read yet, or he's learning to read, but my daughter is starting to learn and she's, it's odd. I don't know where she heard this, but she came to me. She's like, mom, look how many calories. I'm like, we don't look at calories. I want you to pay attention to two things. Number one is the added sugar. Like look at, there should never be added sugar in your food unless you're well aware that this is a dessert that you're having. I once went to buy a can of sweet peas to put into this um, salad I was making. And I was like, okay, organic sweet peas. I bought them, didn't think twice, I, you know, unsalted, you know, like organic sweet peas. I turned to the back, I came home and it has sugar in it. Like sugar, in I'm telling you, this is where you have to start paying attention. Recently, I felt terrible about this. I'd been using this flaxseed oil in my smoothie because flax oil is very um, anti-inflammatory. And when you're making a smoothie, you also want to make sure you have some fat in there because it's you need a protein and a fat always while you're eating. Um, and I've been sharing this. I didn't even think to look on the back. And I look on the back of the flat organic flaxseed oil, and it has sunflower oil in it. Like they've used other oils to make this oil. It was so alarming to me. 
10,000 reviews on Amazon, you know, <laughs> so we just need to be really aware of the ingredients in our foods because especially like you said with moms we want those we want we have to keep it simple for our own sanity and there are healthy options and we are always just doing our best but for ourselves as well because you know as it is we carry around so much stress from being moms and just from day-to-day life and our we want to feel good in our bodies you know you know how it is when you feel good you're you act like a better mom (laughs) you know than than when you are like when you're hating on yourself or you're feeling sluggish or tired or fatigued or you know bloated or anything so when we are eating those foods just it's important to look at those ingredients and if you're not sure about it there's an amazing website that will tell you about every ingredient on this planet (laughs) whether it's good or bad and it's i don't know if ewg.org is like my go-to, you know, if you're not sure, but like you said, Dory, if you can't pronounce it, don't buy it. If you can't pronounce it, your body doesn't know what to do with it either. So just best to stick with the real stuff. On that note, think about what Leanne just said. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Again, unsilencedvoices.org. Are you going through a rough time right now? Are you healing through an illness? Creativity is there for you every chance and every moment of the day. Grab a pen, grab some paper, sketch, draw, write a play, do something. Get your mind off of that negative thing that's happening to you and reach across the barriers that stop you from growing. Creativity is your answer. And at Arate Gallery in New Hope, PA, we've launched a program with the help of our friends at Visit Bucks County. It's called Healing Through the Arts. Come join us, learn about programs to help you get through hard times, learn about how to cross cultural divides, break down communication barriers, all through the creative process. We're showcasing great artists, wonderful healthcare practitioners will be joining us, and you can learn all about it at aretegallery.com. That's A-R-E-T-E gallery.com. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, 
the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we are back with Leanne Ribicoff, and we are talking about that lifestyle changes, the little things that you have to do. It's not people get so nervous, and they think it's this huge overhaul, and it's not. So I have to ask you, coming off the holidays now, how do we get rid of the holiday bloat and beating ourselves up and not letting ourselves go down the rabbit hole of, oh, well, I gained back some of the weight that I've lost, so now I'm just going to forget it, you know, because I don't think New Year's resolutions always work there. You know? <laughs> I really don't. So how, what do we do? How do we get back on track? Oh, such a good question. You're so right, because as soon as it's January 1st, you see like, those juice cleanses and the detoxes, right? And everyone's like jumping on board, but okay, you suffer through it for five days or 10 days or 21 days, but then it just goes right back to being, because your body doesn't know how to work that way. So, you know, I hope that everyone enjoyed the holidays. You know, I hope you enjoyed everything and you're not feeling bad about it, but now, you know, use your tools. Like, that's what I always say. You have to create these tools for yourself that you could always come back to. So, the first thing I would say is if you're ready to kind of give your body that, like, let's say reset, right? Like get back into working better. Like a car gets a tune-up once in a while, right? So prioritize your sleep. Now, unless you have brand new babies and they're not letting you sleep through the night, we're, we sometimes forget that we are more in charge of how well we sleep than we think. You know, there's the little tricks of, like, putting your phone away before you go to bed. Don't pick up your phone the first thing in the morning. That also interrupts your sleep that night. Start to prioritize your sleep. Get into like a good sleep routine where you take a nice shower. Maybe you read a real book before you go to bed. When we're not sleeping, our hormones are so out of whack that no matter how hard you try to not eat those carbs or the, you know, the bad, car, you know, just crackers and cookies and chips, it's a natural survival mechanism that you're going to be reaching for the small fix, the, the easy fixes. So getting sleep is so important. Put that on your to-do list. Like, how am I going to prioritize sleep tonight? I'm going to shut off all my electronics a half an hour before I go to bed. It's not that scary. We could all do that. The next thing I would say is focus on the things that you are going to nourish your body with. Don't go into the mindset of, okay, well, now I can't have this and I can't have this and I can't have this. But think about it as like, okay, how can I help my body work better? We all know at this point that leafy green vegetables are good for us. So figuring out ways of sneaking in vegetables. There's no limit on the amount of vegetables you could have in a day. You want to sneak them into your breakfast through either an omelet or maybe a smoothie. You could make a salad for lunch. You could roast up a whole lot of vegetables for dinner. And then you could use them for leftovers the next day. So in terms of food, 
focusing on getting those nutrients into your body. And we shouldn't be afraid of things like potatoes or sweet potatoes or regular potatoes. Those are vegetables. They're not, it, it, it's, it's the potato chips that are the problem. You know, you, if you think about it here, I know we all love potato chips. I love them too. Pick a good brand, have a treat, have it mindfully. Watch not only what you're eating, but how you're eating it. If you're eating your meals in front of a screen, and I don't care if it's a phone or a laptop or, or a TV, you are going to be eating one and a half times more. They've done many studies on this. It's proven. You will eat more if you eat in front of a screen. So if you're trying to eat in moderation or watch how you're eating, do it without looking at a screen. And it's interesting to me because sometimes I work with women who are moms at home, you know, maybe entrepreneurs, they're, they're sitting at home and they like to eat. We all like to eat, right? Like, I don't know. I haven't met anyone who doesn't enjoy eating. But as soon as we make this beautiful meal for ourselves, or not, maybe it's not even beautiful, it's just something we're picking up that for in that moment, we turn on the TV and we distract ourselves from this one thing that we really enjoy. So enjoy your food. You know, I know it could be a little awkward at times to sit and eat by yourself, but even the first two minutes, focus on what you could add instead of what you could take away. Eat mindfully in terms of just without those electronic distractions. Movement. A lot of people feel like as soon as January 1st hits, they still they need to hit those hardcore workouts and do hit workouts and spin and go crazy. If you're feeling miserable doing something, your body feels the misery, and that's just an added stress. Any stress on your body is going to make it inflamed. So really figure out what you enjoy doing. Like if you enjoy walking, that's amazing. Go walk. Put on a podcast. Listen to a good book. Listen to your favorite song. Don't listen to anything. Just walk around. <laughs> but walking is incredible, especially after a meal. If you finished a meal, even a five-minute walk could significantly impact your blood sugar, which will impact your cravings later on. So paying attention to that movement with joy. Keep your body moving. I'm still a proponent of a good 30-minute move exercise in the morning or once per day in addition to moving. So don't sit all day long. If you find that you have a sanitary um, job, Get up and do a few squats. Just think about it as these little snacks that you could be doing throughout the day as opposed to, you know, going hard in the morning and then sitting the rest of the day. Also with nutrition, mind your beverages. So a lot of us don't pay attention to ingredients in that, but something that has stevia or any artificial sweetener in them, I, I, I put artificial sweeteners and non-caloric sweeteners in the same category. They're both going to work against us in many ways. Not only is it bad for your gut, which kind of controls your serotonin level, your happiness. I mean, this is like we could go deep, but also it causes more cravings. When you're eating something that is not, doesn't have the calories that it promises. So like your tongue registers the sweetness, which should have that, let's say 500 calories. And now your stomach is not getting it because it's an artificial sweetener or a low calorie sweetener. Your stomach's going to be looking for it later on. It's going to cause more cravings. So Beverages, you know, water with lemon, a great way to start the day. Warm water with lemon is a great way to start the day. I know water could be boring, but sometimes if you find a really good water bottle that you like enjoy having around, just throwing maybe a lemon or some mint in there, drink water. Water is there for us to drink. Um, I also like, you know, we want to be mindful of carbonated beverages. It's okay to have once in a while, you know, one a day, maybe two a day, but they could also kind of bloat you up and we have to pay attention again those ingredients this is what I always come back to is that you're those you know now there's shelves full of different 
flavored carbonated beverages, zero calorie, and they might not have any sweeteners in them, but they have something that says natural flavoring. There's nothing natural about natural flavoring at all. It's not regulated by the FDA. And a lot of the times it's a high chemical that is going to be really bad for you. Toxins are stressors. When there's a stressor on the body, your body goes into hibernation. It just doesn't want to do anything. So this is where you might be struggling with, again, post-holiday weight loss or feeling good. So we talk about nutrition, sleep, movement, and of course, stress. So we can't, we can't fix the stressors in our lives. We can't get rid of the stressors in our lives. We could only change how we perceive them and how we approach them. And so even just sitting for a minute, we forget that we could just sit and take a deep breath. Forget deep breath, just sit, just take a break. Give yourself a break. You know, sometimes we revert to eating or doing things that are not healthy for us in terms to mitigate our emotional stress. But think about, if I had to give one piece of advice, think about something that really brings you joy. Like just you, like nobody has to know about it. Maybe it's, you know, whatever it is. For me, it's like looking at a cookbook. I love looking at cookbooks. It just brings me so much joy. And if I feel like I need a moment of like, you know, like I I could pretend like I'm looking up a recipe to make for dinner that night. So all legit, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing. So focus on nourishing your body, fruits and vegetables, clean proteins and fats. Don't go into deprivation mode. Work out in a way that is kind to your body. Don't stress it out with crazy workouts. It's going to backfire. Crazy workouts, crazy hunger. Prioritize your sleep. Let me tell you, that's going to make such a big difference and find something that you feel really, you know, that brings you joy. So I, I hope that wasn't said. overwhelming. No, really not at all. But you know what? I think it's so important because people don't realize that you said earlier, you have to eat to burn. You have to eat food. Your metabolism, once, you know, as you gain weight, and this is, I'm talking, I'm somebody who lost 45 pounds over a year. Once I hit 30 pounds lost, I had to keep eating. The more I ate, the more I lost. What you were saying about when you eat wasn't until I went to Europe. Because here in the U.S., go to a restaurant. As you're eating your appetizer, they're bringing out your entree. It's just pushing you in and out the door. You go to Europe, your meal is going to take two or three hours. Because when you come in and sit down, the bread that they give you is fresh out of the oven. And I'm not a big bread eater, but when I'm there, I'm going to have a piece of bread and that fresh made butter. Are you kidding? And then you have your appetizer. And after that, they will bring you some water. They'll freshen your wine. Here, try this. And 20 minutes later, your entree will come out. So you've had a chance to digest your food. And when I got back, I said to myself, however long it takes me to cook, it's going to take me twice as long to eat. And I just sit and my kids would be done. I mean, you know, now I live alone, so it doesn't matter. But I only have one friend who eats as slow as I do. And she and I can linger over a plate of food for a good hour, hour and a half, just slowly eating, really enjoying what we're eating. But that's the thing. We're, you know, we're constantly on the fly. It's why fast food places, I'm just doing a drive back from Florida and go, no wonder everybody is so overweight. All there was, McDonald's. Burger King, Jack in the Box, I, I, two rest stops where I could either get Olive Garden or a Chili's, or at least I could go and get a good salad and sit and relax. I've never had a McDonald's or Burger King hamburger. I've never had one because 
they don't pass my nose. And if it doesn't pass my nose, it won't go down my throat. But it's amazing to me that this is how people live. And the excuse, oh, well, I'm so busy. Mm. How do you thwart that? How do you thwart that as a coach? The busy mom, no, I have to grab fast food. What is a fast food alternative? So if you've got that or you've got no choice and you've got to go grab something from somewhere, where do you go and what do you get? Well, I mean, that you're right. A lot of people say, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to eat healthy. I don't have the time to move my body. But then I always ask, well, how much time are you spending on social media? Really? How much time, right? And we're all guilty, guilty. I mean, it's absolutely, this is not, this is no judgment. It's about evaluating our time and it's about creating a shortcut too. You know, I'm not all, you don't have to stand there and chop vegetables all day long. If you have access, you could buy them chopped up already, right? There's shortcuts. I'm constantly taking shortcuts. I always cook more for dinner because last night we had Arctic char. I, I bought, I specifically bought an extra piece because I love to have it left over for lunch the next day. It's about relearning how to navigate our day. And I always start, I actually always ask every client, how would you want your day to look? You know, I always ask, like, if you didn't have kids, like, if you didn't have this job, like, if you could eat the way that you want to eat, how would that look? And most of the time we make it happen. Tweak a few things. Okay, if you're busy running out the door, maybe that's the day that you have a chia pudding or an overnight oats, which you can make a few of them in advance, right? There are healthy, I, I prefer whole foods, but you could, there's, there's some good bar options. I put that in the pantry swap list as well, right? There's things we can do to help us prepare. And especially, you know, with moms when we're taking care of our kids and ourselves, I find this often that moms put themselves last. They're like, well, my kid won't eat that, so I'm not going to eat it. Not, well, how is that fair to you? Let's make something that you could eat, that you will enjoy eating, and we could have an option for your child. Like, I'm not a big meat eater. My family likes meat. So when we have, they, if I'm making them chicken or if I'm making them, you know, anything that they prefer, like meatballs, I could just put one piece of fish on the same pan, you know, or like on the same sheet tray with the same vegetables, with the same size, like there's, there's ways. And of course, we're so many of us are so busy and being a mom is a full-time job and it's hard, but there are ways. It's just about rethinking it, looking at it, stepping back and looking at the day and, you know, just figuring out what you like to eat and the best way to get those flavors as well as nutrients into your body. But we could all do it. I, I guarantee it. I have to send you my eggplant meatball recipe. Oh, please. Yes. Your family would never even know they're not eating meat. Oh, my God. I, I never know it. Deal. deal. It's a, you know what? It's the same way you would make meatballs. You roast mm -hmm. an eggplant and skin it, roast it with just a teeny bit of salt and pepper, can of chickpeas. In your food processor, you blend the two together, and it gets that meat consistency. And then I always use garlic, parsley, mm -hmm. salt, pepper, cheese, and egg. Because without the yeah. egg, it's not going to bind. But they would never know. You bake them, they would never know. One of my sneaky mom recipes of how to get veggies into your kids and sometimes your significant other without them knowing it. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that. And and just with that, right, you make those meatballs, you make just do a batch and then you freeze them. Yeah. So then... On the nights that you know you're not going to have time, but I have, can't wait to try those meatballs. But also, <laughs> I would say planning is really important, right? Having a plan in place of what you could eat for the rest of the week, we, we all have 15 minutes to sit down and create a plan, right? Like your go-to breakfast, your go-to lunches, your go-to dinners, and then you just take from those and create a plan for your week and see where you can make extra. 
so you could have leftovers. And those those eggplant meatballs would definitely be on my list. So I can't wait to try them. Thank you. Yeah, I'm seriously <laughs> going to love them. It's, there are such little, little things that we can do, little shifts that we can make. I'm going to ask just some ways to prevent bloating before we're wrapping up because you had mentioned the seed oils. What else can we look out for? Right. So um, we always want to prevent bloating. Bloating is our body's way of telling us that something's not digesting right. So I also find that some women walk around bloated and they're like, well, this is just how I am. That's just, that's a sign that something is off. So if you're feeling bloated, you got to think, we got to figure out what's going on. Just some ways to like, just pay attention to, you know, even starting your day with some warm water with lemon, it kind of kickstarts your digestion, gets your enzymes going. It, it could be very helpful with that. I actually also add apple cider vinegar, which could be helpful. You want to be mindful if you have acid reflux to do that. But if you don't, that's a great tool. It's also important to, we're kind of, like you said, we're in a restaurant, we're drinking water with our meal, which is not very good for us, especially if it's carbonated or cold ice water. You want to drink a glass of water before your meal. Now, this is a habit that could take a member to get into, but if you are preparing your meals, as you're preparing your meal, try to have a glass of water as you're cooking. Being mindful of those ingredients like seed oils, sugar, just paying attention to just taking a look, binders, right? So you're, if you're thinking, okay, I'm not having dairy, I'm having almond milk, pay attention to what's in your almond milk. If you make almond milk at home, the shelf life is three to five days. If you buy almond milk in the store, the shelf life is three months. Like, what does that tell you about that food? There's, they're putting preservatives in. Those preservatives are going to destroy your gut. It's going to make you, again, it could cause bloating and discomfort. Now, it might not happen right away, but over time, it will exacerbate and get worse and worse. There are good um, almond milk brands out there. I like Mulk or Elmhurst. It's just the nut itself, just like the nut butter. So you want to pay attention to preservatives. You want to pay attention to binders in your food, like guar gum or any of those gums. You want to pay attention to seed oils, to sugar. Pay attention to how you're eating. I know I've said this before because if you're eating when you're really stressed out or you're eating really fast and you're not chewing your food and you're getting those big particles or big pieces of food down into your stomach, your body's going to have a harder time digesting it and it could make you feel bloated. For some of us, dairy could be a problem, not for everyone, but a lot of people do experience bloating from dairy and not all dairy is created equal. So it's really important to pay attention to where your dairy is coming from, what you're having. Some, for some people, a certain kind of cheese is okay, a different kind of cheese is not. Be your own, uh, be your own scientist and see what's working or not. Movement is so important to de-bloat your belly. Keep your body moving. That's how it digests things better. So movement, being mindful of your stressors, being really mindful of those ingredients and creating those healthy habits like, you know, a warm cup of water with lemon in the morning. Drink water before coffee. <laughs> I know a lot of people just go straight for the coffee. Highly recommend giving your body a little hydration before you dive into the cup of joe. I've never had a cup of coffee. I'm sipping my tea with nothing in it. And I always have a glass of water first thing in the morning. I read that a long time ago, yep. that even just a plain glass of water, yep. you can't believe how it jumpstarts your metabolism before you do anything. So, so as we're wrapping up, Lance, what do you want to leave our listeners with and how may they reach out to you? Well, I would just say, and I, I think that especially for the mom listeners and not mom listeners, just everyone in general, it's really important to tap into what brings you joy in life. Because I think we just get so consumed with 
go, 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 do, 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 perfect, perfect, perfect. This isn't enough perfect, throwing in the towel. We're kind of have to step back and remember that we get to enjoy this beautiful life. And I know maybe it sounds a little bit cheesy, but we do. And even if it's just one minute per day, just doing something that puts a smile on your face will significantly change the way that your mind and your body communicate with each other. So if I could leave you with one thing is just to ask yourself, like, what do I enjoy doing? You know, having your kids take up so much of your energy and everyone around you takes up so much of your energy and you're doing, 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 but do something kind to yourself just for even a few minutes each day and the rest will fall into place. Um, We'll, um, you can find me at uh, LeanneRibicoff at gmail.com. That's my email. My website's LeanneRibicoffWellness.com. I'm on Instagram at LeanneRWellness. And we'll share a um, link to the pantry swap. And of course, if anyone at any point has any questions, please reach out. Like I said, I've been there where my life felt like it was upside down and I was just in a terrible place with my health, even though I thought I was healthy. So I know what it feels like. And I'm, I would, I always welcome any questions. Just reach out to me at any point. Excellent. I'm going to have all of Leanne's links are going to be on wordofmomradio.com. I encourage you to reach out, get the pantry swap information and everything else, because those little bitty things make such a difference. So Leanne, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your expertise with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm wishing everyone a healthy and happy 2023. 2023, man. I remember when we were in a panic about Y2K. Yes, yes. How how crazy that 23 years has already gone by. It's an insane thing. It goes so fast. And let's face it, once you have children, it's a zip. It really is. So for all of you tuning in, thank you so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.